Hello and welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live. This is the only 100% show dedicated towards Gated Football Club for the fans by the fans. You can contact us at any point during the show with any topic you wish. You can do it via Twitter at the Heed Army account. On Facebook, you can do it via the Heed Army Facebook Live page. And also, you can use the chat facility throughout the show. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello and welcome back to part two of the Heed Army Podcast Live. The first time we've done two shows in one night, but it's because we've got so much to talk about and um, yous have been absolutely fantastic tonight. Remember, um, if you are just joining us and you haven't been with us uh, in part one, you can message us on the chat facility and, of course, on Twitter. And um, the topics for this uh, half of the show is to talk about James Curtis's 500th goal. So tell us your favourite Curtis moments that uh, games, not goals. <laughs> he had scored 500 goals to be in the Premiership. So uh, his favourite moment of James Curtis over his 500 games. Um, so let us know those. Also, Project 2K. Let's see if we can get 2,000 uh, at the Gates at Home game on Good Friday against Southport. Also, we can talk about, um, the, I think there's a fancy dress, uh, and there's 200 names down so far to go to Macclesfield. So that is a fantastic achievement. And we have another interview this time with um, Steve Rafe talking about Gateshead as well. So um, lots to talk about, lots to look forward to. We'll quickly play the um, the promo on how to uh, listen to, uh, how to contact us on Spreaker. So this is the way to do it. Remember, the show is fully interactive, and if you're listening to us on Spreaker Live, you can use the chat facility just below. And to use the chat facility, all you have to do is register with Spreaker, be it on your phone or tablet, or on the Spreaker website. Sign in with your Facebook account, and there will be a little speech bubble appears at the bottom right-hand corner when we are broadcasting live. So remember, get your messages in, because they're important. It's what makes this show go. Right, that's the way to do it. Um, if you haven't been with us in the first half, we've sat with the most beautiful two ghost, uh, ghost guests <laughs> that you could be with. Um, I died. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We, I know, we, I smell a bit funny, uh, but I haven't died yet. Di- died on my backside in the first half. Um, <laughs> I died on my horse, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so get their messages. Remember, we're talking about James Curtis. Um, it's his birthday. Uh, we played that little... Uh, birthday song to the end of part one but we want to know your favourite uh, James Curtis moment and of course James Curtis if you're listening we know you've retweeted if you're listening let us know your favourite moment that's what I want to know I want to know if it was when the players and fans had a night out in Blackpool and uh, he was very drunk very drunk indeed so um, who knows also we've got uh, the GDL has been uh, mentioned lots of times we'd like uh, that's the Ginger Defence League Ginger Defence League that's it. Got to defend the gingers. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's in uh, homage to Big Jamie Curtis. It must be to, uh, Big Jamie Curtis. Uh, Ross Matthew Black. He's joined us at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> he, and he's put um, the goal uh, this season down at Chester, of course, and the goal away at Croft Park as well. Yes, two fantastic goals from the defender yeah, there. Fantastic. He's not known for his goals, but he's when he does... He scores some good, doesn't he? Um, and Carl McInnes, Carl uh, your brother, is for James Curtis, leader of the GDL. Um, so I wonder how he feels about being that. Um, also, as I say, uh, Andy Mason wants to put out two messages there as well. In spirit of this week, uh, in a spirit of this week's respect of the uh, justice for the '96, of course, 25 years since uh, that terrible tragedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, and also he's put R.I.P. to the Ultimate Warrior. Um, the wrestling fans among us would know. Oh, God, he was an I'm athlete. not a fan. Oh, you Give horrible! It's a, it's horrible a muscly man. bloke in spandex <laughs> underpants, and he's like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, right, um, and uh, Ross Matthew Black's trying to start the Bald Defence League. It's not happening. It's not happening. Um, I'm in that one. Yeah. Um, the music now. The tweets are flying in still in the retweets. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you for doing that. Uh, we've got some uh, tweets there for you there, Andrew. So hopefully this part's better reading now. Yeah, I think just read out the top one. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, start now. Anthony Schofield, Curtis Memories, that goal versus Blythe. The lad is a legend. Lovely lad, amazing how long he's been at the club. Yes, I mean, dare I say it, I don't think we'll see the likes again. No. Uh, Not in our lifetime, at least. Uh, it's. I mean, it'd be lovely to think that we'll have a player with that kind of service yeah. in over 500 games, but in this day and age, even at our level, it, it's. Uh, it's fantastic. How, far, how, it's far fantastic. Off, how far off is he from the all time record? Three. Is he? After Tuesday, he needs three to equal uh, three. it. Three? Yes. Is Simon Smith only 503? I think so, yes. If, if, if anyone can uh, confirm that, that I would be... Uh, I don't know, it, but I know one thing. Simon Smith played 400 consecutive games. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Got, yes. Uh, I was at Staley Bridge when we were giving him a silver salva, and he, even the Staley Bridge supporters were mm-hmm. applauding him for four, like 400 yeah. consecutive Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt right, there. Sorry. We, we, um, I've got a message here. We, we, we owe an apology to Carl Magney. Um... Because, yeah. yes, because I, I we do. Hang on, oh, we I do. do. You do. I do. Because I, I, I jokingly said that his sister was twerking last week when she wasn't. She was just bouncing up and down in her pregnancy ball and she's due any time. So we, we hope that's another Gated fan coming into the world I soon. I, I hope that's not a metaphor for something <laughs> No, <else>. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the baby mate is shot out now with a shock. Um, so breathe, Gemma. Breathe deep breaths. Yes. and um, Good luck. Yes, good uh, luck. and Get the Korean. Yes, uh, uh, and also uh, well done to some friends, uh, Gated fans as well, Neil and Leanne O'Boy. Had a, a, another son. Um, Congratulations! So, so uh, J- Alexander James O'Boyle, uh, a new Gated fan. There, we hope. So, uh, congratulations there. Um, and Skirfield, but who remembers uh, Curtis's great goal uh, for Burton Albion? That he hasn't played for Burton Albion, but I'd imagine that is against. It doesn't uh, stick in my mind that one. I think it might be in a diving header, mightn't it? Uh, from about four yards before my time. <laughs> yeah, uh, vaguely. Yes, so we vaguely remember that one, and the tweets are just uh, the messages are flying in. Um, Andy Mason put, uh, let's not forget James Curtis joins the 500 Club on Tuesday. Are we on a delay, Andrew? Are we on a delay? Um, television, man. Yeah, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Nah, oh, you it's and, around one, isn't it? You and your Apple TV. No, no, that was him. That was oh, him. They're the posh one, yeah. Um, and your brother's still seeing practice your vowels. Um, right. I'm concentrating more on the consonants. Yes, so it's all been watching their countdown, countdown, haven't we? Yeah. Matty Hewitt, but I remember Jamie C playing for Washington. Yeah, I didn't actually get to that game, but apparently he had a blinder again. I think I Derek there. Bell played in that game as well. I was didn't there because um, I remember going there and they said Derek Bell's playing, and Derek Bell is one of my heroes. In fact, him and Paul Prowlock are probably my two gated heroes. And I was standing there and saying, I can't believe Derek Bell's playing. Mm-hmm. And me and Gary Armstrong were looking at this big, tall ginger centre-half. And we're thinking, well, yeah, he's good, him. Like, I hope we're saying him. And then three days later, Derek Bell put the seven days notice in for him and signed him. Well, it's fantastic. I think he, he couldn't actually play. It was right at the end of the season, wasn't it? So he, he made his first appearance was against uh, Spennymore, because I remember that. Because mm-hmm. I just got rid of Rob Jones and it was like... 
well, we've got this lad in to replace him. Is he going to be any good? And uh, the rest is history, yep. as I say. Um, really good sent off. Definitely. Really, Scurfy is a, a really nice lad as well. He it's is. He's, he's, he's spot on. And uh, 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 JJ O'Donnell tweeted that the other day that James Curtis is the funniest player he's ever played with. So Funniest looking. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. <laughs> he's seen the size of him. Killers. Um, <laughs> and um, somebody has actually tweeted here. I think uh, Andrew can read this out. Yep, it's uh, uh, Phil. I, I mean... He's a he's a man of all facts, Phil. He is. He is. He's, um, uh, he says Simon Smith has five hundred and one appearances, and Jack Calendar has five hundred eleven for the original Gateshead. Uh, well, th- that so, means I was right. Then three appearances would break. He's set the new record. Um, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So that that's well done, great. Phil. Absolutely brilliant. That like. Yes, that is. Uh, that's what we want. We want all these. Uh, Facts and uh, things coming in. Uh, Gemma Greaves has sent us a message, but haha, thank you. Glad we cleared that up. Uh, I got knocked off Carl last week. Haha, Carl, you horrible thing. She's pregnant. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, take that out on the uh, brain tree defenders or strikers on, on Tuesday. No, we're only joking. Um, Michael O'Brien has put, uh, not looking forward to the trip to brain tree on the minibus. Uh, the things you do for the GL, <laughs> the GDL. <laughs> Believe me, Matty. Oh, Michael. Go on, I can imagine there'll be quite a few full up uh, milk bottles by the end of the trip, like <laughs> on a minibus all the way to Bridge. Look at the bottles you take, mate. Yeah. Um, you can fasten the top. We've got, a, we've got another tweet here. Um, Andrew Watt, 500 games on, and he's still getting better. Players don't usually improve year on year, but Curtis has. Pleasure to have witnessed. I mean, if you think how many leagues he's played in. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, it, 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 it's uh, like movie script stuff, isn't it? Turned yeah. professional at the age of 27, 28, and um, you know, on the verge of maybe getting into the football league. When you yeah. think conference, uh, not the conference, uh, Unibond Division One North Definitely. is where you started with us, and um, then all of a sudden the football league it could be. What a fairy tale that is, not just for the fans, but also for, as we've been mentioning, a fantastic lad. Yeah. Um, maybe one day future Gateshead manager and all, you never oh, know. You never know. Um, at the minute, we are uh, in the second half of our uh, podcast, Extraordinaire and Eight, the double feature. Um, remember, we are talking about James Curtis. Not only that, we're talking about trying to get Project 2K um, spread to more people. If you're not aware of what that is, Gated fans and Mickey's been uh, posting or tweeting like uh, he's been tweeting like Andrew Davis this past <laughs> to week. To be honest, I've nearly <laughs> used up my data for the month. He has, and uh, that was just looking at porn. But on the side <laughs> of that, he has been tweeting Project 2K. Um, I'm not going to deny it. Not gonna deny it. That's why he's got thick glasses. It's uh, true what your mum said. Thick glasses. Yeah, and uh, see through walls. <laughs> I think the the, the NASA you looking at porn if you can look through walls. Um, <laughs> NASA wanting the lenses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes, we are talking about trying to get over two thousand people there on Good Friday. So as I say, if hopefully we're enticing you to come along if it's the first time you've listened. Remember, if you are a Newcastle or Sunderland fan, even Middlesbrough fan, please get in contact with us and just tell us. Um, you know, even if it's a good luck message towards Gateshead, um, that, that's it. Just hope that people are listening in. Uh, Andy Mason has put Phil is uh, paying top whack for the train down to Braintree and uh, and back in a hotel top of it well well done there I know he went down when we played Eastleigh in the cup as well he flew didn't he yeah he flew down which would have cost a fair bit did he not use his arms like (laughs) (laughs) 250 quid I think it cost him to, yeah. f- to fly it easily. Well, that's it's an amazing effort. Oh, you know. really easily. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, Southampton actually. Well, the things that you know fans do. I mean, I, actually, I don't know if you've ever seen a document. I know we've got Arvid that comes to uh, a lot of home games and away games, but there's actually a Ebbs Fleet United fan, a season ticket holder, 
who is a police officer with the Turin Police Department, and he flies over for every home game. I mean, that's dedication, isn't it? I mean, but how? On it? I mean, we more, know more how, money than sense. <laughs> it, it must be. I must have an understanding wife. You know what I mean? But that's a hell of an effort, isn't it? That's a top effort, that. But we're not here to promote Ebb's Fleet. We're here yeah, to promote Gateshead. And um, as I say, we've got another interview coming up with you now um, with Steve Rafe. Um, you will know him as a, um, I think it's safe to say, he's an influential Newcastle United fan. He's not afraid of putting his comments out there. You know, he's, you often see him on Sky Sports News and every other media outlet. And um, he, he asked us last week, he said he'd be, ha- he'd be happy to come on the podcast when we approached him. And um, he's got a few stories about Gateshead. He's been... You know the games and involved over the years. So this is the interview with Steve. We hope you enjoy that. And um, as I say, keep your messages flowing Andrew in. Andrew Davis will. Yes, Andrew Davis will be. Uh, <laughs> he'll be explode. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Yeah, there we go. So we're going to play this interview with Steve now. Join us here for our second interview of the podcast tonight. Uh, we're joined by Steve Wraith. Uh, hello, Steve. Hi, are you alright? Yeah, and uh, thank you for coming on. No uh, problem. Well, say we're, we're trying to promote Gateshead amongst Newcastle fans at the minute. Uh, as we just talked before we start recording there that it, it isn't a football rivalry. It, it should be more of a football friendship, and it can be that on and off the pitch, I think, if, if Gateshead get into the Football League. And um, as I say, you've been to many games over the years and this season as well. And um, just for Newcastle fans that haven't you know, been to a Gateshead game and experienced it, what's the changes you've seen over the past few years at Gateshead? Been a massive change. I mean, a little bit about my history with Gateshead. That uh, you know, my first ever football game was at the International Stadium. Um, I was, I was, you know, a great moment really for me. But I, I managed to see them lift the Northern Premier League trophy. Um, it was in the the heyday of Bob Toppin um, and, and Terry Hibbert. And I, you know, I, I'll, I'll never forget the you know the the, the scenes. I've, I was actually looking through some old photographs the other day, and, and I, I found the photographs I took on my old Polaroid camera of. Um, of the, the, the lads lifting the trophy, Bob yeah. Toppin and Terry Hibbert down. And I, I, it was a pr- privilege for me because my granddad at the time was a, a local referee assessor. He'd been a, a linesman in what, what's now the Premier League, but obviously was the first division back in the day in the, in the 50s and 60s. Um, and he, he, he basically got those jobs to assess the referee at the International Stadium. So my, my first taste of football was there and it was, it was great. It was a friendly club. Um, you know, I, I knew Billy Armstrong, who I believe was the chairman at the time, and uh, I was always made to feel very welcome. You know, what I used to like about going there in those days was that it was, you know, it was I didn't have to dress up. Whereas when I went to St James's Park with my granddad, I had to have my hair slicked, and yes, I did have hair um, slicked to one side. I used to have to wear flared trousers and uh, winkle picker shoes. So uh, picture that if you can. But it was, but Gator, I could just wear my jeans and be myself, and it was, it was great. But. What's changed is, um, you know, it's still got the same fanatical support, um, and, and, and a lot of those lads have, have, have stuck with Gateshead through thick and thin, and there's been plenty thin like there has been at Newcastle, which is the, the team that I, I ended up following. But uh, I think what, what, what's great is it's just the way they've, they've, they've developed on and off the pitch, you know. And um, I think for me personally, it, you know, I think Ian Bogie has a big part to play in that as, as a former manager. Um, he was he was somebody who, you know, really put his heart and soul into running that team and, and getting it to you know getting it past the first stage. Obviously, Graham Wood has put the money in, but but you need you know, ultimately the team to be doing well. And, yeah. and Ian set that set that in stone. Gary Mills has come in and, and really just continued that good work. You know, and it's it's great to see. I think. I think for me, it's, it, it's great to see the football, first and foremost, being a big success. I mean, over the last six years, the building blocks have been put in place from, I mean, well, say eight years ago, we were languishing just, you know, in the, the Unibond. I think it was Unibond North as well. We were down there for a little bit. 
and then we got back to the Premier, and um, you know Greenwood come in, and, and he's, he's he is. I mean, we've, it's well publicised that his dream is to get back to the football league, but he's doing it in the right way. I mean, yes, he is funding it himself, but it's not with uh, outrageous amounts of money. It's, it's building a club that can be sustainable once they get their own ground, which we'll come on to that later on. But as I say, it's, and it's, um, it's one of those rare things at the minute. It's a team that's doing well with local lads in as well. And that's something we want to get across to you know, potential fans that are going to come across and support Gates in the, in the future games. hundred percent. I think you've you've seen over the last few years that um, you know a lot of Newcastle fans, when there's a, a, a you know a, a couple of weeks without a game, um, that they, they will go to Gates, they will support Gates, they'll go along, they'll support them, and they'll you know the, uh, that's what you want to see. Really, you want to support your your local non-league teams, and and, and I think that will continue if Gates got promoted to the football league. I, I think. The other side of it is as well that you know a lot of forty-somethings like myself who who grew up with the terraces and uh, an atmosphere at a football game and and we used to get the bus in with players, believe it or not. People like Paul yeah. Gascon used to get the, the bus in with people like me, myself and, and and then go and play at St James's Park. That doesn't happen anymore in Premier League. You know you're a million miles away from from ever meeting those people unless yeah. un, you know unless you, you go to an event where you've got to pay a vast amount of money to go and see them. So the Gateshead thing is, and, and, and other non-league clubs is, is is that attraction. You know. You can you can go to grounds where they still have terracing. You can still um, you know get the bus in with the players, get the metro yeah. in with the players, go and have a pint with the players after the match and, and talk about the pros and cons and whether it was offside or you know congratulate them on a hat trick. And that, that you know that for me is what football was all about. It's mm-hmm. and it's a great way to in, introduce your kids in the forty somethings now have have hooked onto that idea. You know yeah. some of the the lower teams like you know the likes of North Shields, Dunstan Fed, um, they've they've attracted bigger gates in recent times because. Because of you know Newcastle fans, obviously I'm going to say because that's who I support, um, becoming disillusioned not just with their own club but disillusioned with football in general, and, and that's a massive plus for, for teams like Gateshead. Yeah. You, need, you need to attract those fans I mean, in. I'm not just Gateshead. I mean, we, we mentioned the the, the the success of local non-league sides at the moment. I think the last six FA Vols finals have had a northeast side in, if not two. You know, there's a lot to. to I mean, I'm, yes, I'm advocating Gateshead here, but you know go out and spot, support any local non-league side pop and blive yeah. <laughs> so, but you know it, it, there's a lot out there for people to go and watch that it, and, and successful football at the minute as well you know that's the, that the key thing we're trying to get across is that yes we are chance for the playoffs but even in the past few years we've played entertaining football and that's the, you know that's the product we want to get across and, and say you know give us a little try when Newcastle aren't at home I think the price, the pricing is always important as well, you know, and you know the the, the temptation, I suppose, by by you know Graham Woods and, and Gateshead would be to to put up put up ticket prices and that kind of thing when it's you know when when there's big games and I haven't yeah. done that. They've always been quite sensible with their pricing, um, but it's I just think the higher the Gateshead get, you know, and uh, they will get bigger crowds. Well, also to entice Newcastle fans, if there's any listening in uh, for the first time, that you can go to a Gateshead home game with your Newcastle United season ticket and get in for just nine pound. There is a discount to that, and so. So, you know, it's not going to hit you fully in the pocket. I mean, it's only £14 anyway, but, you know, to come along, it's, it's an incentive there for you. It's not costing you the full whack, and hopefully you'll see Gateshead win as well. 100%. I think what makes it as well is the Heat Army. You know, they've got, um, you know, the, the, the numerous games that I've been to over the years. They always make a great atmosphere. Yeah. I've been in crowds at Gateshead where there's only been, you know, three, 400 there, but I've been there when there's been a 1,000 and, mm-hmm. and maybe it's a 1,000 plus for, for, you know, for, the big, for the bigger games and friendlies, and they always make... A great atmosphere, you know. Well, we were just talking to Lee Ryder earlier on in our previous interview, and um, we're talking about um, you know how Gator fans do make an atmosphere at the ground, and it's been a gripe of a lot of people that 
talk about coming to watch Gateshead and they'll say, well, there's the running track, it doesn't feel like there's an atmosphere, you're too far away from the action. And what I said to Lee was, well, you know, a lot of people lack of going to Newcastle, maybe up in the gods. And I'm not going to say it's no different, but, you know, are you any further or nearer the action that gets into the National Stadium? At the end of the day, you're going to see a team putting their all in. And, that's, you know, I think that's what's mostly important. And the atmosphere does help towards that. It's, it's not a joke, and I'm not just saying it because I'm on the podcast, but there's been more atmosphere at Gateshead than there has been at Newcastle this season. You know, the atmosphere at Newcastle, yeah. uh, certainly since the turn of the year when Kabai left, has been, been atrocious, you know. Mm-hmm. There's no one there now that, that you know, the, the, song, the songs and, and that that come out of, uh, you, know, it's, you know, the genius's brains on the terraces just aren't there anymore, you know. And that's, that's what makes it, you know. The, you know it's, just, it's, it's, it's become a chore for a lot of Newcastle fans to go to St. James's Park now, you know. And people think I've, I've, I've been, you know, just saying it, for the for the sake of saying it, but I, you know I, I won't be going back to Newcastle next season after 30 years of supporting them. Um, I'll still support them, still yeah. me, still my team, still the team I want to see do well. Uh, but but financially I won't be putting any of my money into, into St James's Park until Mike Ashley leaves. And for me it gives us a great opportunity to be able to get along to Gateshead, get along to um, certainly along to Dunstan yeah. um, as well. I've always been you know I always followed Dunstan with a lot of you know a lot of zest, and uh, it'll be a case of getting along to both of those next year and giving them me support and giving them me money because you know. I, I've got a lot of I've got a, a lot of belief in what those two particular teams are doing. Yeah, I mean, the Dunstan, the, the, I think with Gateshead and Dunstan have always had a friendly relationship. They're a fantastically run club, and uh, chairman and manager down there are, are, are very good as well. But um, as I say, just um, finally before we wrap it up, just you know, we're not advocating for Newcastle fans to leave Newcastle behind, but we are just recommending that maybe give us a try on Good Friday because that we've got a massive home game against Southport. And uh, we're trying to get over 2,000 there. That's the, the, the fans' um, own uh, promotion for this, you know, to, to advertise the club. You know, get the fans on Twitter and all social media. You'll see if you look about that, we're trying to push Project 2K. And just, uh, just we're just trying to get people to come down there and, and, and experience it. Because I think, it, you know, it's, it's going to be a bank holiday weekend. People are going to be up for it. And everything's to play for. I mean, dare I say it. In five weeks, six weeks' time, we could be a football league side. It's not out of the question. It's there. And it, what I was going to mention earlier was, um, you know, working on and off the pitch with Newcastle and Gateshead. Of course, off the pitch, it'd be great to have a few people come over and lend the support. But on the pitch, it could benefit Newcastle as well because if they send out players on loan, hopefully it'll be the Gateshead football league on the doorstep. They can monitor them, they can have them back, they can watch them every game. And, and you've got to think that's got to benefit player and clubs, haven't you? 100%. I mean, you know, it has happened in the past. You yeah. know, I, I remember when I was manager of Felon Football Club in, in the in the Sunday leagues, you know, we, we used to train a little bit with Gateshead down at Wardley Welfare. And I remember Steve Hartman being, you know, down there. Um, he was he was obviously playing for Gateshead at the time. He was on loan. And he got some great experience, you know. Yeah. I think his biggest regret was me scoring past him at uh, Wardley Welfare in the final warm down with goalkeeping coach uh, Dave Clark. I've never let him live that down. And then, <laughs> then me Ravenelli celebration afterwards. But, uh yeah, I mean, you know, that that's always good to see, and it's good for Newcastle United. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, whether whether this particular regime at the club are, are, are willing to go down that particular yeah. avenue is, is a different question. I mean, but, you know, you would like to think they would, because it would be beneficial for both I mean, teams. In, re- in recent years, we've had Paul Dummett, James Tavernier, who lit the world up when they were at Gateshead, and it's great to see them both go. I mean, James Tavernier's playing the Football League on loan at Rotherham, scoring some fantastic goals. Yes. But Paul Dummett as well, so, I mean, you know, scoring against Liverpool, yeah. you know, getting into the first team. And he still comes and watches Gateshead, even donated his shirt that he wore at Gateshead to help raise money for uh, the, the club as well. So I, think, I think, sadly, though, the way things are going, um, Newcastle at the moment are more likely to be taking players off Gateshead 
and trying them out in their first team. <laughs> they're better <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, hoping that they're going to get uh, you know a bit of time that way. It, it probably work out the better way because our squad at Newcastle at the moment is, is decimated, and I just uh, as I say, it's part of the depression and, and the reason a lot of people like myself are walking away because there's there's you know there's no hope. We're now being told there's you know no no cup runs in in, in any near future. So mm-hmm. you know you know we're aiming for mid table obscurity in the Premiership. So from my point of view, you know you're, you're far better going to see a team like Gated who you know are going to give their all and, and, and try and achieve. You know, and it's uh, you, you've got to believe because if Gary Mills can guide Gated into the football league, you know, in six weeks' time, have a great day out of Wembley as well, and, and, and you know really really put the North East on the map. It's 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 not beyond your wildest dreams with with more investment and uh, maybe a new ground in the future that the Gateshead could be climbing up the table as Newcastle are falling down. Yeah, well, well, you know, obviously we're not advocating going against Newcastle. We're hoping Newcastle do well as well, but uh, hopefully the Gateshead uh, get the promised land of the football league. Steve, thank you very much for talking to us. Yeah, thanks, it's been a pleasure. Spot on. Cheers. Well, that was the interview we had with Steve uh, Rafe there. We'd like to say thank you for him giving up his time there. We uh, hope you enjoyed that. As I say, the diehard Newcastle fan there, showing interest in Gateshead, and it, hopefully you know, there'll be some more um, Newcastle fans that are tempted to come along to the International Stadium and come in games. Uh, Andrew, the tweets have been flying in still, haven't they? Uh, right. We've got a couple here. Um, uh, we've got one from the Middlesbrough away fans, um, whoever runs that, uh, thank you, uh, they've said good luck to Gated FC in the playoff, um, in the push for the playoffs. Yeah, hashtag up the borough and heed, uh, so that's, see it's fantastic, hopefully they're listening in, yep. um, it's lovely that we, that, you know. Uh, but we'll probably, to be honest, Middlesbrough, of Lent, last season, Lent were the ground for a game, last game of the season, we could have possibly got um, a few new fans when we went down there, hopefully, because um, you know we, we we played okay, we stayed up. Yep. Um, so and uh, definitely got a few Hartlepool fans. Also, we had well, um, Jake Fowler as well on loan from Middlesbrough last year. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know if any of you have seen this. I don't know if there's any truth in it, but uh, Josh Gillies was rumoured to be uh, on the on the radar at one point yeah. towards ah, yeah. the back end of the yeah, season. Yeah. So you know things could have worked out different there. Uh, I've got a few more tweets here. I think there's um, Anthony Scurfield, two great interview lads. Yeah, thank you no, very much. It wasn't, it wasn't lads, it was Dave who done the interview, so yep. f- well done, Dave. That's off to Dave. I should have seen the hot chocolate I had in Blake's, so though. That's a lovely, uh, I want to say, coffee. <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> bistro. Uh, uh, bistro. Honest to God, I, I thought, you know, I'll get myself a hot chocolate, and it just come like a massive cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Rafe come in and say, you're on a diet. <laughs> it's like, oh, it had marshmallows on it and everything. And um, they've started following us on Twitter as well, so thank you very much. Uh, so if you are in town and you want a hot chocolate, get along there and hopefully I can have a free one uh, for that. Um, right, uh, let's have a look. We've got uh, people on the chat facility saying uh, another uh, quality interview. Thank you very much. That's from uh, Simon J. Ross Black. But Atmosphere is certainly getting a good mention. Well, you know, that's what the podcast here. Yeah, we're trying to push the club on all fronts. And uh, as I say, the fans make a difference on a match day. We know that. Um, more uh, messages on Twitter corner here for the uh, speech impaired Andrew <laughs> McGuinness. Uh, Neil Smith, photographer extraordinaire, tweeted in that was a cracking interview with Steve Wraith, um, along with Mark Walton, who's tweeted in cracking interview from Steve. Uh, not, not from Mickey. Not from uh, not, I mean, uh, Davey. No, not from <laughs> me. No, no. With interview. <laughs> no, no, do with me. I just had a hot chocolate and sat there and looked pretty. Um, <laughs> right. You must have struggled then. I did, I did. <laughs> Now remember, right? We mentioned um, before that interview, and uh, even in, in interview about Project Two K, 
you've all got Twitter accounts, you've all got Facebook accounts, you've all got friends. So the thing to do is is hashtag Project Two K. Get it sent. Um, put a banner up. Yeah, mention what it says, uh, what it's about. Just you know, Good Friday. Come and support Gateshead. Let's get over two thousand and hashtag Project Two K. You know, it's up to us to spread the word. That's what we're doing on the podcast, and um, you are as important as anybody else. So get them messages, tweets on any social network and get it sent. And that hopefully we can achieve getting a fantastic crowd there on Good Friday. And I believe it is a three o'clock kickoff, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. It is. So that's fantastic. Andy yeah. Mason has put uh, the least said about Fowler, the better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, under 18 international there. Um, Andy Mason, Gary Mills uh, has to be the next interview target. Well, we, we're, um, trying. we're trying. Um, we've, we've had uh, contact with uh, Peter Grant and he said he can help us in that, so that's fantastic. And um, hopefully that'll happen in the coming weeks. As I say, this is the last podcast for at least two weeks. Uh, I've got an operation coming up, so I'll not be able to um, do it from my hospital bed next Finally Sunday. Are you getting that sex change? Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a reduction. It's too big. Um, <laughs> it's Paul Doolan, uh, get in touch with Dave Parnaby. Uh, for any brother, borough players to come in on loan, well, <laughs> hopefully that'll happen in the future. I don't think I can do that, like. Uh, I don't know what Gary Mills would say if I said I've got a couple of players from Millers away here, yeah, so. I've gone pick them up. Yeah. Uh, We're well, on about Project 2K. Can yeah. I say a big thank you to Ryan Miller? I got I, I, I mean, to be honest, I don't know whose photo I nicked. But I passed it on to Ryan Miller, and Ryan Miller done the Project 2, 2K banner. For what I've been putting yep. on Twitter for people to retweet it on Facebook. All I can say to you is, lads, is if I put it on Twitter, please retweet it. Share it on Facebook. Let's try it. These lads, these players, and manager, the chairman, deserve us to get 2K in that yep. ground, if not more. Yeah, let's certainly hope so. We've got more so tweets. please share it. Yeah, we've got more tweets coming into the Heat Army account. Yep, Anthony Schofield again. Uh, 10 out of 10. Buzzing for Friday now. Um, I mean, I've... I cannot wait for Friday. Oh, yes. can it? Nah. It's the first game I've been to for a while, and I am yep. absolutely. The band's coming with us. Yeah, and Steve uh, Rafe has also retweeted back to uh, Neil's uh, message saying thank you very much uh, about the interview. Um, let's, let's see, and then we've got more tweets here for you to read out, Andrew. Uh, yep, uh, Mike Cow, totally agree. The atmosphere and general crack at the Heat is far better than St James's Library with the fiftieth of the with our fiftieth of the attendance. Well, that, that's not that's not what we're promoting, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but that, that's what people are feeling at the moment. And uh, Mark Salkeld, um, I hope I've said that right. Um, yes. Two quality interviews tonight. Going to try and get down on Friday to sample some meaningful football for a change. Well, I believe it's there. Mark must be a new listener to the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, that's what we want. We're trying, even if we entice just one person each week, um, it's yep. building up. It's building up slowly awesome. but surely. So, thank you very much for also, listening in. Also worth mentioning, any new listeners, if you've got kids and you're going to bring them to the game, it's only two quid. Yep. Yeah. If they're under sixteen. Uh, um, Right, and uh, hashtag on the grass is put boo, get the podcast back on without the, uh, the main man. How dare you? How it's dare in, you? It's in his studio. Ah, it's in my studio, you know. I'm gonna give me keys out. They'll find me porn stash and assholes. <laughs> I'm joking, I do not have a stash. I was well, just going to start looking for it. <laughs> it's in Where's me bookbox. <laughs> Um, Do you want some new DVD? Yes, Andy Mason has put, uh, if you can't get a hold of Mills, I'm sure 
Andrew's missus could step in for the interview <laughs> as she's managing us in the last game of the season after all. <laughs> now, if you've just tuned in, Andrew's girlfriend did have a dream that she was the manager of Gateshead Football Club. Just we'll clear that up. Um, as I say, I, Even though she wanted to be physiotherapist. Yeah, she did. She did. She wanted to rub down uh, James Curtis. Grind. Yes, um, and it uh, looks like Steve Racer said definitely he's going to get down to a game uh, soon, so that's fantastic. It's uh, great that we've had the interviews with the people that we've managed to get this week. It, it, it says a lot that you know people are wanting to you know push Gateshead when it's not predominantly their team. Yeah. Um, Andrew Mason's put hospital bed co- uh, podcast, make it happen. <laughs> not it. when I'm on morphine, can you imagine it, it, that? Interview with the nurses. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Let's have a look. The tweets are obviously still flying in. So, Andrew, um, if you can still read. Um, Mark Walton's well done to Paddy Foster um, Barber Shop for taking 20 seats in the corporate on Good Friday. That's fantastic. I believe um, he's the match sponsor as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, match ball sponsor. My, my personal barber. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, looking at him yet yeah, now, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> an advertisement or slander. <laughs> I'm go- I need a question. <laughs> <laughs> I need to cut, so I'm going on Wednesday. So, uh, oh, no, well, I'm but, not oh, but, say but to be fair, he's a cracking barber. He's uh, every time I was going, he's always asking about gear. Them dog sunglasses you want to worry about, though. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. <laughs> 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 oh well, keep them tweets coming in and the messages. I mean, as I say, it's flew by it now. Two podcasts, and we've got just over eleven minutes left. Can you believe it? It's um. It's going really fast. Uh, Toon, to- uh, Toon Army Talk has retweeted us as well. Thank you very much. As we mentioned in part one, the amount of local Newcastle, Sunderland and Middlesbrough you know, um, Twitter accounts that have got a good following have retweeted us tonight. Thank you very much for that. We're just trying to push this football club that we love and hopefully lend some support because at the end of the day, we're not going to be your rivals unless something drastic happens to to, <laughs> to the teams, that, you know, the bigger teams. But you know, let let's hopefully, you know, just start pushing more. And um, you know, you might we might become your second team when Newcastle, Sunderland, Middlesbrough are away. Pop along the gate to the International Stadium, and you'll see some fantastic um, support. Um, Liam Hardy, first time I've listened to the Heed Army podcast. It seems good. I'm a Sunderland supporter, and we'll spread the word for Friday. Well, thank you very much, well, Liam. You made. That's uh, amazing. As I say, the the only rivals we've got are Blythe and uh, Edward. Can't stand can't them. Can't stand them. So you know, we don't care what your allegiance is. You could be a Southampton fan that lives in Gateshead. We don't care. Just we want this to share what we love about Gateshead Football Club with the northeast of England. Um, and Carl McInnes has put. What happened to DJ Danny Phantom? You know what it is? I think he was just a flash in the pan, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, we've it. not had any listeners from America for a while, have we? Well, we've got Andrew Davis. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think he's exploded with that, with that Steve Ra- Steve Rafe interview there. Um, All at the walls. Yeah, on the. Uh-huh. Gra- <laughs> oh my God, we do apologise. I, I apologise. Yes, well. uh, hashtag on the grass. Can he definitely uh, get playoffs at Magnus Field? Hashtag scenes. Uh, Oh, let's hope we can. As I say, we've got we've got a couple of games before then to make it happen, and uh, it's all in our hands. Um, and talking of Andrew Davis, we've got a tweet there, Andrew. If you'd like to read yeah, it out, great interview as usual with Steve Wraith on the Heed Army. Um, as true our words have never been spoken. Also, mm. Lee Ride out great on the podcast. Oh, there we go, and uh, great praise indeed. Um, the, 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 they've got more messages coming in uh, from uh, Liam Clark uh, shout out all the fans going down to Macclesfield a week tomorrow 
and uh, still spaces left. Well, not only Macclesfield as well. Tomorrow, um, Tuesday night, all the fans going down to Braintree. Yes, heck of a long journey on a Tuesday mm-hmm. night. Um, uh, said Liam Clark said, just said about the going down to Macclesfield. This uh, over two hundred going there now. Yep, and I've got my costume ready. Oh, what's Cannot your costume? Win. Oh, it's yeah. a surprise. It's just, oh. But I'll give you a clue that it's me, and my brothers. Uh, costume are connected. Oh, it's the Blues Brothers. <laughs> is it the Blues Brothers? No, it's close. Is it? Yeah. What's close to the Blues Brothers? Well, you see. Yeah. Wait and see. There'll be plenty of pictures, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> and uh, hashtag uh, on the grass. Bring a lad, uh, your dad, to Macclesfield. <laughs> <laughs> he's only on the masculine side there he doesn't want any female supporters down um, <laughs> enough said about that on the grass we're now uh, Carl, say your Carl McInnes has put it's not close so your description of their um, yeah oh, is it bananas in pyjamas Michael O'Brien how, how says how you know there we go that's it yeah. is it uh, <laughs> Twitter is still going wild lots of um, messages coming in there we've got this message here from uh David Kenny, cameraman yep. extraordinaire. We're getting plenty of extraordinaires. We are a lot of extraordinaires. Um, great interviews, but let's get everyone voting for Bart in goalkeeper of the season. Details on clubs Twitter. Yes, do that. And also, we believe Gary Mills is up for manager of the year. So get on the Gated FC's official Twitter page. You'll find details of how to vote for Adam Bartlett. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Got big fingers as well. Right, uh, we've got another message here uh, for Andrew to read out. Uh, Mark Walton's tweeted in, and a massive heed army from our base between Hereford and Braintree. Ah, yes, get fans uh, staying down for the weekend. That's dedication for you. Yeah. So well Probably done. That, if uh, if uh, Mark, if you could tell us who's with you, we'll give you a shout out. I think it's um, Roy Best, Jeff, um, Victoria Hutchinson, and Mick Thornton. The dream team. Yep. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> Andy Mason has put uh, <laughs> oh we can't read that out we can't read that out we don't want to be slanderous come on Andy Mason just because you're listening on your telly you know Andy but Andy is coming as the godfather from Ladbrokes with his awful tips <laughs> 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 the only tips he's got is PG <laughs> Um, you see the messages are flying in tonight well done um, and you know obviously a massive thank you to all the new listeners from far and wide that have been tweeting us we've got six minutes left keep it going as I say Project 2K we want to get as many fans as we can to uh, the Good Friday game at Gated International Stadium against Southport it's going to be a cracker Um, also to add a little bit into the mix Jason Walker who nearly signed for us is on loan at Southport and he scored at the weekend stick yeah, yeah. so um, he'll be there let's hope he doesn't come back to haunt us uh, I wonder if a certain Mr Brodie will tra- make the travel as well I'd imagine he might uh, yeah. so, obviously, yes. obviously he can't play so mm-hmm. I thought he not that he's been getting a game anyways uh, no, I no it was an April Fool's <laughs> joke yeah. oh thank um, god for that <laughs> yes I know everyone was panicking um, Ross Matthew Black has put a few seats or brain trees still left to fill the minibus um, so the more names down the cheaper it is as well so if you want to go it's down there it is an epic trip but it is it's always good crap, it's though. James Curtis's 500th game as well if you're just tuning in if you've got any James Curtis special memories uh, get them in because I've got one. Oh, let's have a listen um, it was one of my first away trips by myself when, uh, when it was Wrexham 7-2 away yep. coming back on the bus obviously, obviously everyone was a bit tipsy well, you're um, by yourself so what are you doing on the bus <laughs> other people um, <laughs> James's, James's dad was on the bus Oh yes. And t- t- Tony Carter introduced us to him, mm-hmm. and all I said was, 
Uh, you're so you make fantastic sperm. <laughs> mm, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> under the sheet at the time, are you? It's neither here nor there that he got off the bus <laughs> with dirty names. Right? We're not insinuating anything. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> see, I've never spoken to him since. Yeah, I don't think he, he wants you to either. <laughs> um, <laughs> Quick, James, he has that stalker again. Yes. Uh, <laughs> keep them tweets coming in. It's uh, as I say, it's been an amazing two-parter tonight. We normally only do the one show. Um, the one show. The one show. Yeah, yeah. On, on seven o'clock. Oh, BBC oh One. Um, must be Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. Christine Blakely, aka <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Barris. Um, but no, as I say, we normally only do the one episode, not two part like we've done tonight, which has been amazing. We have to say a massive thank you to Lee Ryder and Steve Ray for coming on and bigging up Gator because um, that's what we want. We want people to say, you know, come along, experience it. That's what the podcast's all about, spreading the word, having a little bit of banter and insinuating things, but not meaning them. So we do apologise if we've offended anybody, um, especially Andrew. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there we go. Um, say it. It's just absolutely amazing, and uh, we've got what's, oh, we've got a message here from uh, Ross Matthew Black. We've got uh, ginger wigs at the ready, unless you're mob. So um, that must be for going down to Braintree for yeah. the 500th game. I've, there. I've still got mine. It's still in the kitchen from when I went. Where was that? Where was it? Band? Was it Luton? Uh, yeah, because he had his Terry, Terry Butcher bandage on. Uh, uh, and Andrew Mason has put whatever happened to those ginger wigs. Mine's in my kitchen. No, there <laughs> we go. We know where one is. Where's the rest? <laughs> Are they on eBay? Uh, we'll find out. But, as I say, just looking forward to the final four fixtures. We've mentioned them all, apart from one. Um, oh, I haven't got the fixtures up there. I've went, I've went to the league table. Amateur, amateur over here. One second. We'll get them up. The fixtures... I didn't have to spot there on the table. I didn't realise Tamworth got relegated yesterday. Yes, yeah, uh, so that's tough. <laughs> um. <laughs> if you're listening, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Braintree away on Tuesday of course Southport Project 2K game on Good Friday then there is the fancy dress with over 200 going to Macclesfield so if you're one of them have a fantastic day and then the last home game of the season uh, is the return of Josh Gillies and uh, Ryan Donaldson, Ryan Donaldson. Um, for Cambridge United so is that game going to just be a party atmosphere will there be anything depending on it I would imagine we would like to avoid them in the, uh, the semi-finals so I'd imagine we'll want to win that as much as possible I, I disagree I'd rather knock them out first <laughs> Yeah, well, does they've, uh, they've had Wembley experience. Yes, yeah. that's that's the problem. See, I think it's uh, second place, fifth, and uh, third yeah. and fourth place. So we don't want to finish fifth. I think. I think. Uh, I think. I prefer to have Grimsby over two legs in uh, Cambridge, but it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lottery. That's what the playoffs are. We know that, and uh, anyone can win. Um, right, uh, we've got a message from your brother again here. Ross finally has an excuse to have hair on his head. Bless him. I can't <laughs> hey believe. Behave, I'm bald and yeah, <laughs> You know, we do apologise to the follically challenged listener. Um, Carl, it won't be long till you get uh, a bald head either. You've got dad's hair. Oh, He's got God. the same kind of hair as me. Oh, we leave it out. It's, it's, it's horrible. This. Um, oh, what's, oh, what's this? We've got uh, fighting chance. Yes, we've got a tweet from Fighting Chance. Would you like to read this out? Yep, under 19 squad gaining great experience thanks to at Academy for Sport training with FC Novigrad in Croatia. I didn't know that. Yeah, I believe uh, they're Bryce out there now. Paul Bryson out there now. And I believe the one vi- one or two victories away from yeah, retaining saw, the league title, national league that. title for the third consecutive year. One win of the last four games. One, well, that's, it's just amazing stuff. And, you know, Paul Bryson, fantastic work that he's doing. And hopefully, we'll, I 
I've seen some of them lads coming through to the first team with any yeah. luck. That's what that's what it's all about. Um, well, as I say, a minute and a half left. We've got uh, more messages coming in. Uh, Andy Mason has put, uh, hopefully Halifax put Cambridge out uh, a final. So it's between us and Halifax would uh, be a kick in the balls to BT Sport. <laughs> <laughs> Having two northeast sides in the final. Uh, North, northern sides well, in the final. Um, I know BT Sport tweeted that the wish going to show all five matches of the playoffs. Well, so that's, that's good news. That's good news. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, you would imagine. Stupid like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matty Hewitt has put leave Ian alone. He is our idol. Who's Ian? Me dad. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> You've probably seen him before. Uh, he normally hangs off the beams when he's drunk at the match. Oh, at oh, <laughs> there you go. God so knows how he hasn't it, been hired out of match. So yet, like. if you want to have your photograph taken with Ian, <laughs> look for the man hanging from the rafters. I'll, I'll charge, like. Yeah, we'll charge. Well, as I say, 30 seconds left. Just got to say a massive thank you to um, two studio guests. Thank you very much, lads. No Pleasure problem. All the time, Davey. And, and all, all, the luck, all the best of luck to you, Dave, for your operation. Oh, thank you very much. I hope they cut your legs off. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, being less pain. But no, a massive thank you to um, uh, Lou Ryder from the uh, Evening Chronicle and Steve Rafe as well. Uh, they've helped make us put two decent shows on i hope i hope you've enjoyed it remember project 2k use your twitter your facebook get it shared and we can have 2000 there and if you're going to braintree have a safe trip and have a fantastic day and james curtis we hope he gets on the score sheet again for his 500th game yes. that'll be a good way to market thanks for your loyalty james yes and um, as i say we'll be back in two weeks and we'll see you then before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.